Welcome to What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? With Hillary Campbell and Derek Bockelman. We're two hilarious people and obviously best friends, but we live on opposite ends of the country, so we like don't know what the other person did this weekend. And every Monday we're here to ask the age-old question, what'd you do this weekend? It's like the one true equalizer. Weekends and death. Death, taxes, and weekends. Yes, literally we should make shirts. Listen as we have literally amazing guests each week to tell us about their weekends and sometimes they're the same as us but sometimes they're totally different maggie smith's downton abbey character once asked what is a weekend and we're here to answer the poor woman everyone welcome back we didn't tell anyone we were ending season one and that's how i like to do (laughs) it it was a surprise where'd they go that was it that was season one and now this is season two (laughs) And that's just how it works in my head, and therefore it has to work for everyone else. Um, but welcome back to another, you know, um, I'm going to make new art, too. I'm going to make it like, whoa, season two, different vibe. <laughs> different, A completely different type of weekend. Weekends people have never heard of before. Um, and Derek, do you have any do you have any um, hopes and dreams for season two of what you You know, I hope it's like every sequel. I hope it's bigger, louder, better. <laughs> oh my God. And more deaths. More deaths, more explosions. <laughs> like, I want to. Murder. Yeah. You heard it here up first. The, up the drama, up the murder. <laughs> <laughs> we should honestly have some like cold open and then just go back and be like eight weeks earlier. And that's how we'll like format yeah, this. That's yeah, that's fun. And then be like. You wouldn't believe how Hillary ended up. <laughs> I can't even think of it. That reminds me, though, that I do want to see The Nun, too. And um, so it's actually a part of my weekend, but I didn't. Not that I saw well, it. And then it's um, a preview okay. for an okay. upcoming weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, the cold God. open. Okay, so <laughs> that's our cold open. Um, but, okay, we're so excited because today tonight wherever whatever time you listen to this um we have one of my favorite writers um joining us this evening and cadet and she is the writer journalist behind cafe Anne, which is i mean if you live in new york or if you don't live in new york you you do not need to live in new york to enjoy cafe Anne immensely I think also if maybe you lived in New York and maybe you left New York and now you're like dreaming of just reading about the weird shit that's happening in New York on a daily basis, you want to read this newsletter. I can vouch for it all makes of that. me laugh. Yes, it makes me laugh, and then it makes me concerned. It makes me everything. I go, I go, oh no, ah, and then I laugh and then I giggle and then and then I there's things I want to Google after and like and you just like. You sum up New York in the coolest way that I think I've ever seen, like encapsulated a newsletter. So, so, so we, so we're excited to talk to about specifically your weekend. Cause I'm like, what <laughs> did this woman get into? Um, so well, so welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you for that very nice introduction. Um, yeah, I love your cartoons, and I just wanted to tell you when I was in my twenties. All I wanted to be was a New Yorker cartoonist. And oh, really? I just submitted one cartoon after another. And I thought they were so funny. Really? Yeah. Okay, wait. Now I want to read your... 
I want to see them. I'm, I hope I didn't burn them, but they're probably somewhere. I know. Yeah, if, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. If you should try to unearth them because they probably are very, they were very funny. funny. And I, now I, <laughs> yeah, I believe yeah, you. Yeah. Um, all right. I think you have to find those. Um, then, well, look, we're all fans of each other. Yeah. How beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, Anne, um, what you do? What did you do Friday? Um, so I think I work until about six, and then um, okay, I teach meditation at a meditation no center about about a mile away on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. And one thing I uh-huh. promised myself, I teach her every Monday night. So I'm like, no matter what happens, you're gonna finish your outline before the weekend yeah. so you don't have to worry about it all weekend so i finished my outline oh yeah sure. yeah um and then i it was such a beautiful night right it was like such a perfect it was a beautiful yeah. night on friday it yeah. was like the beginning of fall yeah. it was like hey it's fall right like yeah. i was at all because the week before i thought fall would never come it was the hottest thing i've ever been through in my life maybe right. and i've been the week before, this is, I was talking to my cousin about this today. I was like, I've been in 114 degree weather on the West Coast, mm-hmm. but somehow the that week in New York with the 90% humidity and the 90 degree, I was like, that was worse. It was a nightmare. <laughs> was yeah. Worse. yeah. It was so bad. My dog didn't move for a week, which is like unheard of. She's so hyper, but even, it, even the humidity got to her. Yeah. Um, but Friday night, it was a fall dream it was a fall dream and it was also i think was it the last night that the sun was setting like after seven o'clock and i was like no yeah, way really so that's sad. sad i didn't know right? that yeah actually i actually <laughs> cried about fall coming i cried on the couch <laughs> i i get that no i get that yeah I both love fall, yeah. but but then I hate winter. Yeah. So that's like, oh oh no, because right. I I'm into fall, but I'm you know, yeah. I get that. So I wanted to take my little dog for a walk. I live right near Brooklyn Bridge Park, which is right oh, on fine. the East River, and there's amazing sunsets every night with like the Manhattan skyline. And I have a friend who lives in the park. She's not a homeless mm-hmm. person. She's um she lives in a building in the park. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's also a writer, and she also goes to my meditation center. So we have a lot to talk about. So I, yeah. I sent her a text, and I, I was hoping she might be free. And she was. So we went for, like, a really long walk with the sun setting, and we talked about all kinds of things, and it was really fun. So, That's yeah. Nice. yeah. That, sounds like a, that sounds like something out of a New York film. She went. You went on a fall walk with a writer. Yeah, she she that's talked like, about her novel. You know. Oh, yeah, that was mm-hmm. that's like yeah. it. It's basically the sequel to You've Got Mail. I know, it made me so happy because, like, when I was like a kid, I just I was just like, when I grow up, I'm gonna live in New York City and you know hang out with writers. And it's so yeah. nice that you're like, it's like my childhood dream fulfilled and like it was free. You know, like <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes I think you have to remind yourself, mm-hmm. like that you are doing yeah. the thing that you wanted to be yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, I needed that reminder today because I was just sort of, like, crying for no mm-hmm. reason today. Yeah. yeah. And, like, like sort of on and off. I'm like, I was like, am I, is it my period? Is it life is hard? Is it, like, but I was like, I have to remember that I'm, I am doing what I wanted to. <laughs> yep. But it's still hard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So you went on a beautiful fall walk on Friday night. Did you? Did anything else happen? 
No, I go to bed pretty oh, early. That's the gist of Yeah, Friday. I, I yeah. usually, I'm usually up at 4.30 or 5, and I'm usually asleep by, like, you know, 9.30. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you write in the morning and, like, the early I just want to say, because I just want to plug this book when I got home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm reading a novel called The Manticore by Robertson Davies. And Ooh. he's, like, this Canadian writer who, when he was, like, alive and writing, he was, like, he was the man. You know, he was like considered like yeah. one of Canada's like literary heroes. And now, okay, um, someone actually recommended him to me on Substack, and I checked uh -huh. out like the book they recommended, which was called um, it doesn't matter. So, oh, the Fist Business, and I read it a couple weeks ago. I'm like, this is one of this is the best novel I've read all year. Like, what's the deal with this guy? Wow. And so I tried to find more of his books, and I got another book, The Manticore out from the Brooklyn Public Library and like it has that yeah. it has the storage label on the back on the spine right so you know it oh, came out of yeah. storage because because like no one's reading yeah. it and I tried to get his books on Kindle you can't get them as ebooks I found oh one God. in Barnes oh, no. and Noble on, on an ebook but it turned out to be in Russian because there's nothing in English and it's just oh, so crazy okay so is he just forgotten completely he's forgotten, forgotten yeah author. so now I'm on like a mission to promote Robertson Davies yeah because like nice. okay we're bringing him yeah, back yeah 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 that'll be the time title of the episode <laughs> i think for sure yeah you want to know who yeah. it is better listen to find out i don't, I don't you know? know if you're a big reader but it's hard to find really great especially i'm 51 so i've been reading a long time i've been reading like a book a week since i was like eight right i get that yeah and I'm, i get I'm kind that of like i'm running out so when you find like a new author you know and mm -hmm. i'm like wow mm -hmm. he's written 10 novels i have eight more to go I'm yeah you're so like happy. i can't wait to yeah. like delve into this yeah. i feel that way i don't know if you agree with me there i feel that way like finding old cinema that mm. i haven't seen yeah because i'm a huge um like old classic movie buff so when something is like recommended and i don't know what it is i'm like i'm shocked and i'm and then i get deeply excited yeah. What kind of uh, books um, does he write? Like, does he write cross genres or is it just like? They're just like, oh, this is going to be like so depressing to hear about. But it's just like, you know, middle aged white guys recounting their life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's how I love that works. <laughs> <laughs> I think great. that's yeah. nice. And maybe that's one reason, like, he's just out of style right now, you know? Yeah. Nobody wants to hear yeah. about it. No yeah. one wants to hear that guy. Yeah, but they're great. <laughs> and yet, someone does though yeah, you know yeah. it's you we can't we can't let the main the main um pop culture world drive it all you yeah, know yeah. <laughs> there's, there's something room for everything for everyone <laughs> there really is um so you were re how awesome okay i'll i will i hope i hope we can bring them back honestly we'll Let's do it revive them <laughs> from the dead um derek what did you do friday night so as hillary and i were discussing before we started recording uh, because we're out of practice, I struggled to remember what I did this weekend, this morning. Oh, no. But I do, I did remember Friday. It, it, to be fair, it was a pretty quiet weekend. Like, obviously, if it's forgettable, it's not the, the greatest. But, um, on Friday, unlike, uh, your beautiful weather from the sounds of it, Los Angeles <laughs> was in, like, an overcast sort of moment. Uh, mm. which I mean, it was nice. It's not the, you know, it's not the most common. So I liked it. We did sort of like one of those nights at home. So I think we just got like takeout. And then unfortunately my husband has started this like what? new hobby to like de-stress a little bit. 
So he's <laughs> on full crochet mania. Like he no. crochets constantly. It's like it's becoming a point where I'm like, <laughs> I need more attention than he's giving me because of the crochet. He crochets in bed. He can't stop crocheting at the table. Alex, I know we have literally crochet creatures like all around our house at this point. It's, oh yeah. my god, he's like he's like an, an, a seventy five year old woman from Minnesota. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I love that vibe, but it's starting to get to the point where I'm like, does this have to be an everyday activity throughout the day? Um, That's really yeah. funny, and I have to tell you, I did not see it <laughs> out coming. of left field. I don't know if anyone did. <laughs> I'm also just not what? a crafty person. Like, I feel like right. I love the idea of arts and crafts, but I'm never patient enough. So he, like, briefly tried to teach me. Right. He bought me this little kit. I think I lasted 10 minutes before I threw the thing across the room and was like, I, I can't ah! do this. Yeah. Fuck crocheting. <laughs> it just, but does he need, like, a 12-step crochet program? Like, is Honestly, he like, oh, I'm, like, close to having that we're intervention. Too, we're too deep in to crochet. I mean, I honestly feel like it's needed. I might rely on you. I think it's because he's not. Is he like? Because before crochet, it was escape rooms. So now, yeah, it's I like... guess this is a cheaper alternative. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know too. I think something maybe like the surgeon element of like using your hands still or something. I don't know. Sure. But yeah, he's. I, what's horrible wow. though is we watch stuff together a lot. Like I think you know every couple does. Yeah. But now because he's crocheting during most of it, it's like he can't keep up. So he's like, oh, can we rewind that? Or oh, I missed that. And oh my. So God. this whole weekend was me being like, we're not putting on anything of real merit, and I'm just going to catch up on like yeah. below deck med or something. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's asking for a constant week it's like kind of constant. like oh, everything's like oh what they say? literally it's oh. two steps forward one step oh. back the viewing experience mm, <laughs> that's what frank used to do um okay and do you crochet <laughs> i tried to take up crocheting i think in my late 20s because um, my mother mm-hmm. crocheted and also i thought I might save some money and I tried to crochet a scarf several times and every time I tried to crochet a scarf it I crocheted a kidney I love that <laughs> <laughs> what I like about that is the Crochet practicality I honestly would not yeah. be complaining yeah. as much if Alex was making me kidney or scarf or right. anything yeah. of use other than these little like soft animals essentially that are just everywhere yeah he's making own what kind of stuffed animals you know i'll, I'll send pictures to the uh to the instagram account because okay. they're, they're cute and the people are gonna need to know <laughs> wow all right so that was, that your was friday. my friday so exciting <laughs> it was all crochet so i went because it was the most beautiful fall night and i've been on the hunt for like i'm i mean i guess people who listen to this podcast and know me um, know that I'm like obsessed with country music and like two-stepping and whatnot so I wanted to find a new place because there's, there's not obviously not a ton of that in New York um, but there are it does exist and so I found out a couple weeks ago from some girlfriends of mine and I cannot believe I didn't know about this but I'm embarrassed <laughs> I'm embarrassed that I've been here nearly 10 years and I've never been to the jalopy in oh wow Rock. How have I never been there? Yeah. Where, like, where do you what? live? Um, I live in Greenpoint, yeah. but I, I lived with Derek, and I used to live way, way huh. many years we, um, below Prospect Park for a long time. Yeah. So, and I've, and I've, like, been to Sunny's, and I've been yeah. to Red Hooks. So I don't, 
it's very disturbing to me that I've missed out on the jalopy all these years. Um, but, um, so, so I found out about not only the jalopy, but at a, a once a month event called Burst in Boots. <laughs> and there was, um, a, a beautiful live band and there was a woman teaching two-step and line dancing. And I was, um, out of my mind excited to attend and, um, and I didn't, I didn't, I don't like to like look things up. I like to be surprised, you know, like I, I don't even like watching movie trailers very much. So I didn't know what to expect other than someone told me to go. So I was so excited to walk in and felt like I had like stepped into 1950. I mean, it, it like, it's, I mean, it's so cute and small and like the, it, it, the, the stage is so, it's so quaint. It doesn't feel like it belongs in New York, which is why it's so awesome. And if you if you're like me and like this kind of thing, please go. And then I mean, I learned so much. I learned that there was like a musical like a musical school upstairs, and then there's all these like things happening there. And then right as it, um, I walked in with um, my, we'll say it this way, my new boyfriend James, because <laughs> when the season ended last, <laughs> I was not. I was with someone else. Um, but um, we walked in, and um, there was this little girl. It's like. I was like a the event started at like eight PM, but there was a, this mom had brought her like seven year old daughter who was super eager to like get a line dance lesson, um, and then she and I just chatted it up honestly for like a while. Um, I, I learned a lot about this little girl named Eleanor, and um, she had gone to camp there that summer, and she was hoping her teacher would be back that night to teach her some new lessons, and she did, and. Um, and it was cute. I think only, like, eight couples showed up, which so it was really, like, a nice, small, like, just fun night. And wine was only $6. I wow. Was like, I like it. That's great. I like yeah. it here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I could come back here. Like, what? Like, this is, like, Northern California prices. Like, um... I think it's actually a nonprofit. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. It's an interesting place. Um, yeah, that would make sense, actually. Um, and there's, like, the tavern next yeah. door and all this stuff. So I just, you know, I danced I danced my little heart out. And um, I got, I definitely had a lot of wine so much that I started to tell all the musicians I wanted to make them posters for free. And now I have to commit, I'm committed to that because I told them I would do it. I was, like, so eager to become everyone's best friend. You know when you, like, find a community and you're, you're like, oh, my God, can I get in the community? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you guys all clearly already know each other, and now, like, I'm upset. Like, I would, like, I want to know you, too. And um, so then I was, like, being a little probably pretty chatty, but I, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but the jalopy, I don't, why, I'm mad no one told me, actually. I don't understand how I've made it this many years going to country music events like every weekend and then no one was like, Hillary, have you been to the jalopy? So I'm mad at everyone actually. I think I think I was owed that a while. <laughs> I feel ago. like you have also publicly put the call out there for this recommendation yeah, what, too. Why would it <laughs> I can't believe there's all these years I could have been going there. It's okay. It's okay. Um but we did that and then um afterwards was starving and i don't remember where we ate but i know i ate a lot of really good risotto like like really late at night <laughs> i know it was an italian place that like no one was it had to couldn't have been that far it must have been either in Gowanus or red and um 
and um just had that regrettable last drink like didn't need it you know like was like <laughs> totally hung over the next like i was like why why did we have espresso martinis you know who said that was a good idea um but that was that was friday <laughs> but it was so the big thing about friday and and tell me if you too did this it was the first light jacket of the season i couldn't believe it i said i'm putting a light jacket on yeah, I was out wearing what I'm wearing now, which is a just a tank top and a skirt, and I was yep. freezing, and I was so yes. I was so happy. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's so true. I like um, my boyfriend James is he runs hot, and he's been co- nothing but complaining for the past I don't know how many months, and so he was like over the moon that he was going to be like you know, not hot anymore. But I got to wear, I, I, I announced it. I kept saying, I'm wearing my first light jacket, light jacket of the season, light jacket season. And um, that's how you, it's, it's a success, successful way to be annoying. Um, anyways, so that, there you have it. Um, okay, so moving on to Saturday, Anne, tell us everything about waking up at 4.30. I really want to walk through this. Like, what's going on with you at 4.30? I don't know, but that's just when I wake up. Um, yeah. In theory, it's better if I wake up at 5.00. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to be, like, completely out of sync with everybody on Earth. Mm-hmm. But it's also nice to have, like, four hours where, like, no one's going to be trying no to get a hold of you. Yeah, you. like, this is my time. Um, I think that's yeah. really beautiful, and I want to be like Same. you. Like, there's other artists and writers that I hear from yeah. and know that are, like, I get an unreal amount of work done, you know, yeah. from, like, five to nine. I'm like, yeah. that's so cool. I Maybe one day I'll get there. Like... <laughs> I'm definitely at my sharpest, like super early. And, you know, by the one reason I didn't want to do this podcast at 830 was because like, I, I won't, I won't be able to talk. Like, just, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm worthless, you know, after eight o'clock at night. I'm like so awful at parties. I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It makes sense. We're, we're the weird I ones. I was going to ask, um, did you have to train yourself to do that? Or have you just always been sort of an early morning person? I don't have an alarm clock. I, I did not choose this. Wow. Yeah. It chose me. It's just yeah. who you are. Yeah. I always encourage are. people just like, if you can like get up when you like to get up or you feel like it, do that. Cause that's nice. the best. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you should be natural. Right. We should all be trying to be as yeah. natural as possible. Did you know the reason we all have like different times that we like to get up is because in like primitive civilizations, they always needed someone to be up to like guard the community. You That's know? So interesting. Oh. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. that makes so it sense. Actually performs a function. Yeah. So we all we all could be guarding at different hours. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. What shift cool, would you right? take, Derek? Derek, what shift would <laughs> you take? I mean, I would definitely, I feel like I'm most alive like 7 to like 2, like 7 p.m. to like 2 a.m. That's like my good, Interesting. Yeah. I, I, okay. I would, mine would be like 11 to 2. And that's not very many hours, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 2 p.m. Okay. It wouldn't be. Yeah. No, it would just be a few hours. <laughs> that's like when I'm most awake. Um... But okay, so Saturday you woke up, yeah. and so the thing I mean, are you a Saturdays, coffee drinker? What's I, yeah. I just want to explain my Saturdays because I've been doing this yeah. for like a year now. Is um, I think I work pretty hard all week, you know. Yeah. So Saturday I have four rules: um, no work. That means I can't even like think about Fuck work. Yeah. I can't check my yeah. work email. I just nothing. Yeah. Right. No volunteering because I do a lot of volunteer work too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, I'm in some 12 step programs and I do a lot of service, mm -hmm. no service, and no service, no errands, no chores. Like Saturday is just for fun. Yes. Right. Those Cafe, are, and that's a rule. Yeah. So Saturdays are for Anne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I it, like, I'm not allowed to do anything productive and it's really great because then the rest, the other six days of the week, I don't mind doing stuff. You know? Right. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I feel like on Saturday. I think that's yeah. um, something really to aspire to. I know that um, being a freelancer and whatnot and, you know, creating your own schedule yeah. for years, my first probably seven years in New York, I, I worked weekend. I just because I thought I needed because the guilt that sits over you when you're in charge of your own income. Yeah. Um, and and I'm not like that. I definitely I take real weekends now. Great. Like over the past few years, yeah. I've realized I need to take real weekends. But I got reminded of it. That my, my cousin Sophie visited and who had not visited me, I think maybe since, I don't know, she hadn't been around in a while and she's a, works in politics in D.C. And, and she was like, I just remember watching you and I was younger than you and I couldn't believe how hard you were working Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, I've blocked that out apparently. Oh, yeah. Like, and it was nice to be reminded. I was like, you're right, I did do that. <laughs> Um, but I, I like, I like that you, you know, it is, you do have to take a day off. I mean, how can you be an interesting person otherwise? So you have nothing to write about if you don't like yeah. take time for yourself. That's true. Yeah. Um, so every morning I drink a lot of coffee and mm -hmm. I usually write in my diary. I don't want to call it a diary. I'm going to call it a journal because that sounds grown up, Aww. right? That's <laughs> so I usually write for like an hour and I'll usually bang out like 2000 words. Um, incredible. Yeah. Just, and that's also just like, I've done it since I was eight years old. I can't not do it. Yeah. It would just be weird. Um, I do that too. Do you? Yeah. Oh, my whole, yeah. like my whole, like, uh, like I have an unreal amount of, I mean, there are sketchbooks slash diaries, but they're, di they are diary. Even if they look like they're sketchbooks, they're definitely diaries. <laughs> I always find a little, like, I don't know, like how self-absorbed am I that I need to like write about myself for an hour every day. And then you know um, there's a great no. substack called by a Jillian Hess called Noted. And she goes through the notes of different famous people. And she did this great issue about Gandhi and his notes and his diaries. And he used to tell his followers, it is your sacred duty to keep a diary <gasps> because you can't oh. really live a self-examined life without one. Like it's a must. Oh my God. You're not a real person. <laughs> you don't so we're right? all here being yeah. real people yeah. and serving the greater <laughs> public right. by writing about <laughs> it's ourselves. It's a service to others. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, and I love, was it on this podcast? Was it, I don't remember. I can't remember now who I was talking to or we were talking to. This woman was telling me, I think I feel like I'm having deja vu, but she, she goes and buys diaries on eBay and reads them. Oh my gosh, this is like, new like, to me. I love that. How can you buy diaries? I'm going to look for You can that find now. old diaries on wow. eBay. She's like, there's a whole like underground internet culture of like reading out. old diaries. Gosh. And it's like, there's like a whole subculture huh. for it. Interesting. And I was like, I want to get into that. Yeah. And she's like, well, you can. You can. She's like, I'm reading <laughs> one right now from like, it's like a woman from like 1912. Like, like, I think it was like upstate New York. And she's like living on her farm and I was like okay riveting oh my like, <laughs> I'm so curious about how people decide how much to charge and why like what are the factors yeah. right yeah yeah you should okay well you should look into it I will that'd be a great topic <laughs> for my newsletter yeah, yeah. 
So you write in the morning. Yeah, and then every Saturday morning, um, I'm a Buddhist, and mm-hmm. I have like a morning meditation practice. But Saturday mornings, I reserve for um, I call it a purification blowout, and um, Buddhism's really cool because there are um, practices where you can like purify your negative karma and just kind of cancel it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people know about that. Yeah, I haven't heard of this. I did. It's no, extremely that. useful. <laughs> that sounds. It sounds like I've I had could years use of build-up that. Up that I need to. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a very intense experience. So after that, I think I kind of passed out on the couch. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing better than like a nap on a Saturday morning, right? I think it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So I read on the couch and I napped a lot, and then. Um, I met a friend out in Flushing, so I took the uh, 7 train mm-hmm. out to the Main Street Flushing station, and then we had mm-hmm. like, um, it took like five hours, we walked like nine miles, and we walked oh, through Flushing like... and Whitestone, Queens, like this weird industrial mm-hmm. neighborhood, which was also interspersed of like, all these weird like, skyscrapers going up, and then these strange parks around these weird coves and I, we saw a lot of animals and then we went oh and then i got like a gigantic um dinner of like street cart chicken over rice which is like one of my favorite meals yeah. and it was weird because so the good. street cart was like set up in the middle of nowhere and i'm like dude what really? are you doing here <laughs> yeah but yeah, I, th- I, mean, I feel like it was, there, it was there just for me you know like it, it, it sort of appeared at, like yeah. at the end of a rainbow yeah, mirage, but not... hungry nice um and there was a particular destination we had in mind because I read on another Substack newsletter called The Neighborhoods by Robert Stevenson, which I really recommend. He profiles these like very strange New York City neighborhoods. And there's this mm-hmm. planned community called MALBA, which is actually an acronym for the five developers who built it back in the 1920s. Um, okay. And it's just like, it used to be gated and now anyone can go in, but it's just like full of like these weird little like the equivalent of like McMansions in the 1920s, and they're like incredibly landscaped. It's just like I, my mind was blown at how beautiful this little community was. Yeah. And it was another beautiful night, and it was just so fun. And then we um, took the bus back to Flushing and got um, weird, you know, Chinese desserts. Yeah. It it was kind of sad yeah. because by the time it's like seven or eight o'clock in Flushing, like the the bakeries are like cleaned out, right? So we got like yeah, everything's <laughs> the lane shit at the end the flushing is such an interesting area though yeah so okay so back to the malba is that what you said yeah malba malba where exactly right so yeah where was it where were we (laughs) do you know were you abducted do you know where the whitestone bridge is I think so. Yeah, it goes from like Queens to the Bronx, maybe. Yeah. And so like Malba is somewhere like east of LaGuardia, but west of the Whitestone Bridge. And it's on the water. Yeah. So it has these amazing views. Wow. Yeah. And it was so incredibly dream. It was. And like it's kind of wealthy, but not that wealthy. Like you can get like an amazing Mm -hmm. mansion overlooking the bay for like two million dollars. And I'm like what are that we doing weird. right yeah <laughs> right that's yeah. odd so it's one of those like there's so many places in new york city where you're like this can't be new york city this is just right. weird who are these people like what's going on yeah you're like where right? did you come from yeah. and then how have you been so untouched yeah so 
so that's why I love New York City because I can I can go anywhere in the universe and I'm still in New York City right right yeah I know yeah it is I was reminded, and I mean, everybody knows Red Hook, but I was reminded of that feeling on yeah. Sunday, because I haven't been to Red Hook in a while, and I was like, wow, we're still in Brooklyn. <laughs> like, doesn't feel like it. Yeah, yeah, it's the feeling, um, yeah. It's nice. It's nice to escape within your own city. Yeah. There's a magical, magical feeling around that. So then you, okay, what were your Chinese desserts, though? That's, that's um, no. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know what I did? This is even worse. They didn't have any like, good Chinese desserts, but they had like standard like American brownies at the counter. So I got one of those. Oh, hell yeah. And then my, I think my friend actually skipped dessert and got like pork dumplings at the street stand, which were terrible. And we ate them on the seven train, which was so rude because they're like the smelliest things in the, the universe, right? Things. So nasty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Sometimes bad Sometimes you have to be that person, yeah, yeah. you know. There's yeah. it's some there's some days and you have to. I was I I was so hungry recently on the train and I was like I shouldn't, but I'm like I just shoved like a brand new. I just I was like I would I know, but I ha- I have no choice in this moment, but I have to eat this entire sandwich yeah. on the train, um, and um, just hope that it's someone's kink somewhere. You know, you're like hope I'm. That's a nice way to think about it. <laughs> I told myself every time I do something bad, (laughs) maybe someone's getting off on this, you know? Um, Let's hear a whole Saturday. Saturday, I was hungover. I honestly, I had a show that night, um, so I just stayed in bed. I mean, I got actually, it's funny, I had coffee with someone at 10 a.m., which was already too early because of how late we were out. And then, like, I survived coffee with my friend, and then I got a bagel, and I went back I went back to bed, like, with my coffee and bagel, and I was hiding. Um, and I was honestly in bed most of the day until I had... Um, so I, I have a monthly comedy show called The Real Life Girls, and um, we're kind of traveling right now. We're sort of in between venues. We, like, we don't have an official home. We did have a home, and then we lost a home, so now we're moving around a little bit until we find something more permanent. So, um, Saturday night we were at a venue called Pink Frog in Williamsburg. Have you been there, Anne? No, I haven't. It's really strange and interesting. I'll write that down, too. This woman who owns and runs it is fascinating. It's like her lifelong dream to to create this kind of community space. It's so just like literally dripping in art. So she sold her apartment with her husband and, like, has opened this space up. And, like, she's basically got her whole life on the line to, she's like, going for this it. thing work. Yeah. And um, um, I, I think they opened maybe a few, maybe a little before the pandemic. But um, so Pink Frog, it's um, off of Bedford down, like, even though it's on 9th. Um, and... Yeah, it's like cafe by day, but they have some cocktails at night. They've got food. They have a beautiful stage. Like and and then I mean when we when we first walked in to view the space, I was like first of all just in awe like by like the amount of art that was in there and then how kind she and then she kept going she goes I just want people to feel safe here if you ever need to take a nap you come here and I was like what like I was like I mean thank you she's like yeah we've got little beds you go up the stage and then into the back and they're like you could nap there anytime you want oh, I was man. Like, okay you're hilarious 
Um, Every New Yorker should have like a secret napping spot, right? Yes. Yeah. Like yes. somewhere else, not their apartment. Yeah. Um, so she's, I, it's a pretty dreamy space. Um, and I guess they have, they seem to have a lot more jazz shows there. They put a lot of more musical events on, but obviously you can do comedy anywhere. So, um, we booked the spot for our September show and we had a great lineup. Um, we had a great show. It was, um, so, I mean, my co-host Destiny Dunkel and Helena Kosiak Garza, and, um, then we, um, on our lineup was Mary Houlihan, a comedian I've loved since like the moment I moved to New York, and I found out that she's now living in the woods in Jersey. And I was like, hilarious! Didn't know that life update. She has she has a log cabin in Hackensack, um, but she's a really funny, also cartoonist and comedian. And um, L Orlando was great, and Sereni Weiras Um and yeah, we had a great. A lot of lot of awesome women on the show, and like we had a pretty good tar- turnout. You know, I mean, producing live events is really stressful, and getting people to show up anywhere is um, <laughs> sort of like yep. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Yeah. Um, but like you know, we're a new show. We're a pretty young show. We've only been going like maybe five six months. So like like twenty ish people were there. I was like, that's nice. great. That's a great like, turnout. Like, you know, yeah. like, um, just hope, just hope every month, every time, I'm like, I just uh, hope people come. I hope, I hope, I hope. Um, and, um, yeah. And so we had a great show and then, uh, the girls and I and, and James and everyone just, just got some food after and went home. I was tired, you know, but I was, so it feels good to have a good show. You know, it's a relief, like, cause you can have a really bad show. <laughs> <laughs> You can definitely put on a bad show or like, or, or the stress of like inviting people to be on a show and no one shows up in the audience and you're like, yeah. I want to die, you know, like yeah. I, I want to die. I can't believe I asked you to come here. Um, but I think everyone had a good time. And, um, and then I basically, I ate a lot of queso dip after, nice. um, and then I, and then I went I think we did watch TV when we got home. Oh my god, I don't know what it was. I think I was it was late at night, and so now I don't know what we watched. But that was that was Saturday. Um, Derek, do you have anything to report? Yeah, I mean, it was sort of <laughs> like it was an errand day for me in the morning mm-hmm. and most of the afternoon. But it was like building towards. I got tickets to see a play that I wanted to see over in Culver City. So that's across town because I'm in Pasadena. Yeah. Um, was going to go with Alex, but then Alex was really behind on a research project. So I... I thought you were going to say he was behind on crocheting. I know. Thank... <laughs> he said, I can't come. Thank God. I mean, who knows? I bet that he also would have not been behind on his research I, project if he crocheted less. not crocheting. <laughs> so yeah, he left me alone to go to a play. <laughs> um, it was... Our Dear Dead Drug Lord. Have you guys heard of that? No. Yeah, it's. I think it's a play by Alexis Shear. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like, it's. it was really funny. It was basically like set in like against the backdrop of the Obama-McCain like 2008 election. Like four teenage mm-hmm. girls have this club called like the Dead Leaders Club. And their favorite dead leader at the moment is Pablo Escobar. Uh, and so <laughs> they basically do a seance to bring his ghost to them, essentially. It's what? really funny. It was really political in a way that, you know, is surprising. It just it yeah. was really great. 
but that's hilarious i did do that classic thing and i think i've talked about this before on the pod of i'm such a sucker for like themed cocktails or like themed drinks yeah anytime really bad well anytime i go anywhere (laughs) even if i don't even like the ingredients i'm like if I don't get this now, I'm, themed, I'll never though. get it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it feels dishonest of, like, I don't know. It, it feels like if I don't do it, too, I'm being, like, disrespectful to the oh, event yeah. or the evening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I was in line, and I looked at the the special. And the drink, look, look I'm sure that if you like gin, it would be great. I don't like gin. Oh, I like gin. So okay. I was in line being like, it's a gin drink, Derek. Don't get it. Just don't get it. Order right. anything it's else when you get you. to the counter other than that don't say it and yet it. i got to the counter and i ordered exactly that you're like oh the pablo escobar <laughs> yeah. thank you i think it was what called was the it snake called? eyes actually but it was good i mean it just still i'm like why do i no. do this like wait yeah. what kind of gin drink was it like was it like it was like gin and i think it had like is cucumber situation yeah there was cucumber there was also some like pomegranate like honestly it tasted good it just was one of those things where it's like, I really have no control over what comes out of my mouth, despite my brain Apparently. begging me to do <laughs> or say literally anything else. Uh, but, and I will say also, oh. I know that Lauren Bobert sort of like lowered the bar for like theater etiquette this last like week or two. But oh, I, yeah. it was a pretty bad audience. There was like a woman in front of me who straight up like, took a phone call to be like, hey, I'm actually at a play during the play. Wow. And then... What? Because Alex's seat was empty, this guy behind me put his like feet up where Alex's headrest <gasps> oh. was. But then the entire oh, no. time, it's like out of the corner of my eyes, I've got I'm on eye line with the shoes, with your toes. Yeah, it was, it was wow. bizarre. I'm like, this is and a what nice was the venue. It was um, what what was the theater? Oh my gosh, I'm like blanking, but it's like a nice theater. It's like a big one in yeah, you know, it's like the main theater in like Culver City. But it, it was gorgeous. I'm like, how is a venue this nice and like expensive ish tickets? Like, how is this yeah. the type of behavior we're okay with? <laughs> Isn't it interesting though that like I definitely put my feet up at the movie oh, theater. That's fine. I mean not, if, not on people's yeah. faces. Yeah. Like not on people obviously if someone was sitting like but like in an empty theater at the movie totally at a movie theater, my feet are totally up. Mm-hmm. What is it that like that like socially you're like you can do that at the movie theater, you can't do that at I will say though because there's people and I there's agree people. with it. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm a, no, yeah. no, no. I'm agreeing with yeah. it. I'm just saying it's funny because <laughs> movie theaters, people's feet are up everywhere. But you're not it's insulting like they don't... the people on the screen, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's your feet. true. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Okay, thank yeah. you. That's that's what it is. You have the audience factor. You're right, and then it's like the people yeah. literally performing. But yeah, it was right it was wild. I also did that thing where you like you know if you look at something enough, you like hope the person gets the hint. But, sure, yeah. you're waiting for, you're thinking your subtlety. You, you should have just, like, on. bit him on the foot. Honestly, I could have done something really <laughs> weird. I could have just started, yeah. like, massaging the feet or kissing it. Right? Like, something yeah. weird, but I didn't oh. do that. And you could also pretend that there was nothing out of the ordinary happening, right? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess we're all just doing what we want today. Yeah. Right? In a theater, I mean, <laughs> I truly feel like that Lauren yeah. thing hit, and now everyone's like, oh, she can get away with it. Why can't I? But, mm-mm-mm. That's a, um, my God, if my phone goes off in any capacity that it's not supposed to go off, I practically shit my pants. I have a heart attack. Like, if my phone went off in the, in the play, I think I'd, 
I'm so I already think everyone's mad at me all the time. Like that, I would have had to have left. I would think I would have had to have leave the, left the theater. I'll like, see like, myself out. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know, you're right, I'm leaving. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to be in therapy for this for, like, two weeks. Like, um, all right, what a great, that sounds like a really interesting play. It's a great play. Go see it, people, if you're in L.A. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, And that brings us to Sunday. Sunday, the final day of the weekend. Final day. What'd you do, Anne? Let's see. Um, So got up super early and then i always try to be like the very first person at trader joe's like 8 a.m oh my right? god yeah yeah because yeah. well, it gets crazy there and also trader joe's was just like run out of food you yeah. know in brooklyn they can't keep up with us they can't yeah. like <laughs> you just you show up at noon and there's no food left it's like yeah. the soviet union so yeah i got up really <laughs> early trader joe's and then i hit sahadi's get a lot of chocolate okay. covered shit yeah that's a yeah, good time absolutely um then I did a lot of volunteer work for my meditation center. Sunday was a big meditation center day. So like, yeah, I help oversee some of the education programming. There's a lot kind of like desk work to do with that. That's yeah. why I like, I'm really careful about Saturday because Sundays is usually sure. like doing stuff, you know, doing a lot and of then, admin stuff. Yeah. Admin stuff. Not a lot. It's not super fun. Um, and then I spent the rest of the I had a call with a, with a sponsee from my 12-step program that went really well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I went to the center and I actually, I had two classes there. One was a teacher training class. And then I had like a three and a half hour late afternoon class every Sunday. Um, mm. And we're going through um, a book about the Bodhisattva vow. And there's like 56 vows you have to take. And uh, we're, we're going through the vows one by one. And some of them are really interesting. Like um, if someone extends an invitation, you have to accept it. You know, like th- these are like vows about being like giving, caring people, right? Um, and another one of my favorites is if someone gives you a gift, you have to accept it. You know, unless there's like a really good reason, right? If yeah. someone greets you, you have to greet them back. So it's just like, okay. it like shapes every aspect of your entire life. And it's, it's, it's kind of nice because you're like, if you don't know what to do, well, there's 56 rules, you know? Yeah, they all are. It's fun, actually. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like basically all those sound like a lot of openness. Like you have to be open. Yeah. It's true. To everything. Yeah. 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 yeah it's um, different from a lot of approaches where like it kind of like restricts what you can do and what you can say. Sure. Basically, it's just like you have to accept everyone you know yeah. exactly as they are and you have to like open your life to everybody and you have to be available to right. anybody who wants your time yeah mm. if you can radical acceptance yep 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 so um some of my aunts and uncles would never do well in that group. <laughs> <laughs> there would be a lot of issues <laughs> um so you had your classes and then do you have any sort of sunday night rituals or yeah ideally starting it's a, the week a walk off? with my little dog Mm-hmm. or some more reading on the couch and I finished the manticore and then I read oh, I started another novel that everyone's reading called tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by Gabriel Zevin and it's okay mm. it's okay so far yeah yeah loving but it. after after Roberts and Davies I'm like whatever <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean, no one's gonna hit no one's gonna hit that so, high again yeah, for you yeah. I, I like I do love reading but I'm I'm guilty of being one of those people that like 
I get through a third to a half of everything, and then I, for whatever reason, don't have a good finishing huh. energy in me. Yeah. And I will finish it eventually. It's just that I do the first third to a half fast, and then I slow, <laughs> I yeah. slowly finish things. And um, my James commented, he's like, the number of books on your bedside table, he's like, that would give me a heart attack. And I was like, oh, it makes me feel comfy. Like, I'm yeah. like, I just have these 40 books sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> just like a nice tower. Um, but because right now I'm reading, I got um, Maria Bamford's, I'm, I love memoirs. I'm really, I'm a big memoir lady. And Maria Bamford's new and debut memoir, um, Sure, I'll Join Your Cult, is like, Oh, I saw that, yeah. Funny. Is it, are yeah. Are you enjoying that? Yeah. I mean, I would, it'd be hard for me not to, I'm, she's, I think, like, my hero. So, um, I, it would be, if I didn't like it, it'd be sh- I'd be shocked. Um, but, um. I really appreciate her, all of her comedy and writing and all her experiences. Um, and like, she talks a lot about her, like her in the beginning of like, she's like compulsive, like honesty, like she can't help like, but tell people like how much money she made on her Netflix show. Like, she's like, I like, she can't keep anything to herself, which <laughs> I um, relate to. <laughs> um, so it's, uh, I think, um, I, I, I get comforted by a lot of her um, own personal problems because I have them as well. <laughs> um, but the book is great. The book's awesome. Um, and Sunday, Derek, what did you do Sunday? Um, well, I honestly didn't have much to say about Sunday, I guess. I, we went to yeah. a crochet store Alex wanted to go to just to keep this going. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so yeah, embarrassing at this point. Yeah, it's never going to end. We went to a crochet store. And then he, we went to uh, a haunting in Venice, which I had been wanting to see. So that was fun. The the new Agatha Christie. The new. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That does look. It fun. was great. I think it might be my favorite of the three like uh, Perot ones that have come out recently. Because I didn't love uh-huh. Murder on the Orient Express, and I feel like Death on the Nile was like enjoyable ish. But this mm-hmm. was I, I don't know. It felt better in a way i guess maybe atmospheric okay. or, or something but yeah yeah i gotta watch it then um i also didn't love murder on the orient Express yeah. for whatever reason i don't i don't know um but okay sun yeah sunday i i didn't i was like listen i got my period i was like <laughs> i'm not this is like what are we gonna do you know i'm like this is why i told you i'm like randomly crying okay but I worked. I basically worked. I mean, I was like, I had, we had done, you know, fun stuff the past two nights, and I kind of usually take Sundays to start either working on a batch for the New Yorker or, oh, Kitty's here. Hi, Kitty. I'll be down in a few minutes. Um, um, try to find jokes for the week or whatever, and because uh, the way the New Yorker works is like batches are due every Tuesday, um, and. But otherwise, I th- yeah, I'm just doodling through my book and whatnot, and um, and then I did watch. Okay, I watched the nun because James hadn't seen the nun, so then um, I wanted him to see it because I want to see the sequel. And I was reminded how scary it. I forgot <laughs> that it really is very scary. Um, like I saw it, and I must have saw. When did it come out? Did I see it with you? I think I had already moved to Los Angeles. Then, okay, maybe. Okay. I must have seen it in theaters. It really is. Okay, this is my question for you, Derek. Um, 
is why do they make sure that the young girl in the film looks exactly like a young Vera Farmiga when she's not supposed to be a young Vera Farmiga? Um, I can't answer that. I saw this. I saw the nun two last weekend, the weekend before. Oh, you did. So see I, it. I'm gonna okay. not say anything, but I will say that like I don't oh. think it's as random maybe as it seemed in the first. Oh, movie. okay. Sorry. Because in the first one, you're like, well, it's not her. So that's yeah. Is it like, like is this just nepotism? Like they cast the younger sister of Vera for no reason. Yeah. But okay, no, there okay, is a all reason. Right, all right. So that, <laughs> yeah. it'll get explained. Okay, okay, thrilling. And then we did the thing that I thought I'd never do, and it's only because like Kelsey had mentioned it, and my obviously mom and father, and I'm assuming all moms and dads everywhere are watching this. I, we started watching Yellowstone, <laughs> and listen, I'm sorry, you know, like, like um, it is a show for republicans like so it's so much a show for republicans to be like ah yes our land <laughs> you know like we're defending our land but it, it i mean i don't know how far i'm gonna make it because it does get really wildly violent and not that i can't handle it but like i do love kevin costner i'm not gonna act like i don't love kevin costner i do love kevin costner and um but it is as far as drama goes it's drama it's like I, I, but I, I got upset when I remembered how much money he makes per episode. It's, like, not right. Do you remember how much he makes? Do you know how much? He makes $1.3 million per episode. Wow. wow. Yeah. What? That's crazy. It's not right. <laughs> I was like, I hope he fucking donates it. Like, what are you even doing on this show? He just, like, walks across the land <laughs> and then, like, pretends that he was, like, mad at his sons. And then he walks across the land again and now he's now he's mad about the cows and he's, like, mad it's... at the the Native Americans and the Indian, like, the or the, um, the, the fucking casino. Like, I'm like, I don't know if it's the acting is worth $1.3 <laughs> $1. million dollars per episode. What's wild, though, is that he, like, he, like, kind of, like, quit sort of right in like the last season or something yeah, yeah like how do you step away from that yeah. much money i'm like what i wouldn't do I for 1.3 million is very there's a very small list <laughs> but you know what's so funny oh i will say oh, everyone i know our age who watches yellowstone it started because their parents got into it and it seems like one yeah, of those few cultural things it where it starts the other way around. Reverse, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you didn't tell your like your mom's the one calling. Literally, you. <laughs> I know. I'm. I mean, Lord knows I'll have more to talk to to my father about when I go home. Um, and it is, it, 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 I, you know, it's 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 so it's very binge. You know, it's sort of like you get hooked on just like basic family drama, so and you just keep watching it because you're like, oh fuck. What's gonna happen? Like, oh no, oh no! The sister hits the brother. Ah, like, um, but um, but that was it. That was the whole weekend. Um, and there, and there you have it. I um, I no, I don't have a thought there. Okay, um, <laughs> and <laughs> we like to rate our weekends at oh, the wow. end yeah. of the episode. Yeah. Um, 10 being the literal best weekend you've ever had wow. in your life. Yeah. One one being you died. Um, <laughs> and that was like a bad, bad that weekend. was like a bad weekend. Yeah, yeah. That was a bad weekend. Um and um remember that nothing it doesn't matter what you say. <laughs> but where would you rate where would you rate your weekend? My weekend was an 8. It was a good weekend. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You did have a good yeah. weekend. Yeah. I did I, all you the had so many that nice I love walks. To do. Yeah. 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 Um 8. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. 
I like that. Well, Eric, what's your Not an eight, that? but I don't think it was that bad. I'd yeah, say maybe okay. like a six. I don't know. <laughs> six. Mine is a seven. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere from a 6.5 to a seven. I like this six, Getting seven, eight vibe. Really yeah. Has really, yeah. yeah. Oh, and seven, eight, nine. Uh oh. Um, but well, incredible job on all of our weekends. We're I'm so proud of all of us. Yeah, and, um, good job, everybody. Yeah, and thank you so much for joining this us so and for fun. telling us about your weekend. Yeah. We had a great time talking yes, with you. And so nice. listeners, please go check out Anne's Substack Cafe Anne. I you want to sign up for this thing? I it's like a, I, I just find it like an utter delight, and I know that nowadays everyone has a newsletter, and you're like, oh, do I need another newsletter? Like there are newsletters that I subscribe to, and then I find my being myself being like, yeah, I don't read it. I'm not gonna like I'm gonna unsubscribe. <laughs> but your newsletter, I I actively look forward to, and I oh, read, and like it, there's always um especially your Eric Adams watch um, that like just just to know what he's up to um, you're really keeping me informed on the important, <laughs> the important stuff he never stops um, he's a delight yeah. he doesn't stop I'm gonna I after you talked about that I want to text him I'm I'm gonna text him after you shared that I'm still um, waiting for my reply we'll see yeah. oh my god will he ever get back to us left on red by Eric Adams yeah <laughs> was what'd you do this weekend with hillary and Derek? and a quick thank you to our band caravella you can follow us at this weekend pod on instagram where you'll be able to see photographic evidence of our weekends and our guests and you can send compliments or cease and desist notices to our email at thisweekendpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com